the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome to Radio News Hour on this Wednesday. It is a hump day, the fourth day of January. Joe and Jason coming at you today. Another rally in gold. Listen, I don't know what else to tell you. If you want to pay more, keep waiting, I guess. I mean, I guess I, that's just simple. If you want to pay more for your gold, keep waiting. Uh, we, we are we are in this this whole situation where just think about 2022 to 2023. 2022 was the year of the dollar rally. One of the biggest single year gains in history of the dollar. Now it only it all I had to do with it wasn't because of great economic data, right? Because that's what you would want, right? This this was one of those. Oh no, that transitory inflation thing didn't happen and we were raising rates. Uh, now we're on the other side of it and, and rates are starting, rate hikes are slowing down. They're going to come to an end. I've got an update on that as well. Neil Kashkari, the Minneapolis Fed was out today. Very, very, very important, uh, because it's going along the lines of what Jason and I have been talking about. So I'll just tell you it's simple. If you want to pay more for your gold and you want to pay more for your silver, then wait. Just wait because you're going to end up paying more. 800-951-0592. We have a contest winner. So remember before the new year, we wanted you to put a guess in at the London close on Thursday. Man, and it was tight. You got I got to tell you, some pretty good guessers out there. Wallace Carter, you are the winner. Jason, he missed it by 10 cents. You told me that this morning. It was uh, that was quite impressive. I mean, that's a, that's a good guess. I mean, uh, I think I was a better, I guess, a little higher than him. And I, I think it, uh, I should I should have did the uh, the end of the year guess because I think he went up a little bit more on Friday, didn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, Friday would have changed everything. Friday, you you could have looked like a hero on Friday, but let me tell you how fast things have changed. So here we are on Wednesday. Uh, gold's up 18 more dollars again today, 1864. Uh, by by the way, so I'm I'm going to give you some numbers. You know how I like to tell you, 1878. We break 1878. That means 1900. Uh, there's a 1900 psychological number, really not a, a true number. 1910, uh, and then Jason, really, I think we're we're going to be starting to talk about $2,000 gold and then record high gold uh, to go along with it. Yeah, the last few years, early in the year, we had some sort of emergency going on in the first couple of months, so there's probably a lot of people uh, waiting, looking around to see if something's going to happen because. I'll tell you that uh, if anything weird happens in, the, in January or February, Joe, and, and it could just be the Fed uh, that, that could trigger the markets because 
You know, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of looky loot, a lot of deer in the headlights going on right now, people trying to figure out what to do, and it just takes a, a little bit of, of the wrong type of news, and suddenly everyone piles into gold, and there's just, just not a big space for a lot of people to pile into, Joe, and that's why you get the uh, the sharp ups and downs of gold and silver, and we're looking at an uptick here at the 2023. Yeah, and, and eerily quiet on retail sales. I haven't heard anything at least by now, uh, you're starting to hear about, you know, traffic or or Visa, Mastercard. I haven't heard a lot, which I, I, I would say probably not a great sign. Uh, Salesforce, uh, they have the biggest layoff announcement so far. Of course, we're only a couple days into this year. Uh, they're going to lay off 10% of their workforce. They're also going to close. Uh, several offices uh, throughout the country. I think this is, Jason, really uh, jobs are going to be very, very important uh, as to how many more rate hikes we're going to get. But like I said, Neil Koshkari was out today. You know how the Fed likes to do it now, right? They all go on TV. They act like they're all important. Uh, let me ask you this. If your target was 2%, and then you spent a year telling us it was transitory. Then you said, oh, well, maybe that wasn't the right word. And, and you admit that inflation, what was their high watermark? Almost nine. Now, now they're saying it's still seven. I mean, if you were like a, a, a football, well, you know, let's, let's look at uh, the Broncos and the Cardinals, right? The Broncos, they didn't even wait for the season to get out, get over. Hey, coach, coach, you're out. Right, Cliff Kingsbury, he's probably out. Right, people get fired for this kind of stuff, and yet somehow uh, they keep running them out on TV, acting like these guys are some kind of geniuses and and know something that we don't. I know, Joe, and and uh, I, I get the feeling that uh, the, the CPI number is uh, that next week. I, I have a feeling it'll be lower again, and then they'll they'll make the decision on where to set the rates for February, but. Uh, I, I think we're going to see, and, and just like Michael Burry and a few others have talked about, that you, you, every time you have these, these inflationary cycles, Joe, they, they kind of calm down and people kind of think it's over. Almost every time you have a spike in inflation, there's a double spike, and sometimes there's more than two. So I, I, I well, think they're going to, I think they know this, Joe. I think they know they're going to try to tap dance and claim victory when the inflation comes down a little bit, and then it's going to come roaring back, Joe. And, uh, We'll see how the markets react. If the markets believe that the, all this is, is calming down and getting better, then we may see the markets kind of re relax and be happy for a little bit. But this year, during this calendar year, it will the inflation will come back. It'll be it'll be very hot. Well, I'm going to say this: when we get back from there, we're coming up on a break. We're going to break down Neil Kashkari because he 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 gave his prediction as to where he thinks. Uh, interest rates are going to go. And then he also talked about, oh, and we're starting to hear the words, right? Oh, maybe we'll take a pause. Pause, that's another word for stop, isn't it? Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Patriot Radio News Hour. Boy, you better get your gold and silver put away. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, the Dow's up 100 points, the S&P's up 25, the Nasdaq's up 57, gold's up almost 20, let's call it $19 here, 1865 in change, uh, silver uh, just, just went back into positive, positive territory, $24.00. 
in 25 cents. Of course, this market update brought to you our friends at Y-Refi, all of you accredited investors out there. I'm telling you, you don't want to be a part of this volatility. You don't want to be a part. Listen, the Federal Reserve, they proved one thing. They don't know anything is what they proved. Common sense has left the building when it comes to these guys. If they haven't read it in a textbook or seen it on a spreadsheet, uh, they, they have no idea what's going on. High fixed rates of returns, no matter what they do, no matter what the interest rates are, no matter what Wall Street does, it's not tied to Wall Street whatsoever. Uh, this all has to do with the distressed private student loan market. These banks loaded up these kids and their parents and grandparents uh, with with these horrible student loans, and then the second they missed a payment, they just threw them in the garbage, right? They threw them in the garbage. These guys, why refi? They're able to help, and they're also able to get you the best rates of return up up in as much as 10.25%. There's no fees. It's compounded daily. You can do what you want with the interest. You can use the interest as income. You can keep rolling it over. Uh, there is no penalties for early withdrawal. Invest Y refi dot com. That's the word invest. The letter Y R E F Y dot com or eight 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 Y refi twenty four eight 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 Y refi twenty four. Let them know that that Joe and Jason sent you. And Jason, it really is interesting as we're watching, uh, you know, gold and silver really get that shine going. As the dollar, uh, and we've been talking about this. We had a great dollar rally last year. Jason and I are saying, hey, we're going to have the exact opposite this year. Uh, because it, they, it didn't rally because the United States was so great, that the economy was so great, right? It rallied because, well, let's face it, it rallied because the Fed printed way too much money. And, of course, all the COVID policy. Uh, Neil Kashkari was out today. So, Here's where he's at as of this morning. 50 basis points in February, 50 basis points in March. That would put the Fed funds rate between 525 and 5.5, and where Neil Kashkari says, hey, 5.4, which is about where it will be in March, and then he wants to pause, Jason. He wants to he wants to call time out. Uh, I'll say this: This is again. Remember, a few weeks ago, I sped up my timeline. I said, "Hey, I think they're going to raise the last rate hike would be in May." And I said, "You know what? Scratch that. I'm moving it to March." And Jason, you're a little more pessimistic. You you think they could be done in February? I think it's a quarter point next month, and then they they stop. That's that's just what I see. Cause I, I think the CPI numbers are going to get better uh, the next couple of months, and they're going to start tap dancing, and, and Biden's going to talk about how great everything is, and uh, and then it's going to come back. I don't know when it comes back. When it comes back, it's going to come back hard. And you know, I, I do want to say one thing, Joe, about the dollar rally. Uh, I was looking at the gold prices from last year. Um, the gold rally is only because it was rallying against other currencies. I mean, gold did end up going up last year. Okay, so it, the dollar didn't rally against gold. 
it's just rallied against other currencies. So I, dollar strength, Joe, I, maybe it stays strong against other currencies. What I, what I want to really keep watching and what we're interested in is, is how, uh, how weak it gets against gold, against real things. Because that's yeah, what the inflation is telling us. The inflation is telling us that the dollar, the dollar was really weak last year, Joe. Because look at the inflation. The inflation tells you the dollar is weak. It's just stronger than the other fiat currencies. You bring up a great point. Uh, a near record year as far as a, a dollar rally. Gold should have gotten hammered uh, if things were right. The fact of the matter is, you know, and gold would go. Hey, listen, it wasn't straight lines and this and that, but gold essentially finished right where it started, uh, up a few bucks for the year. Uh, despite that record rally, and this is why, you know, when Jason and I, we don't just throw things out and, and, and say, oh, hey, we expect one of these years in gold, we expect a huge increase in price in gold, in silver, in platinum. All three of those metals, we are anticipating very, very big moves. Uh, and, and Jason, a, a big part of it is because despite the record year the dollar had last year, gold gold was right there. Silver was right there. Uh, and, and this year, look at Neil Kashkari. He's already saying, listen, I'm ready to pause in March. This is how fast yep. this timeline's being moved up, Jason. You know, 2011, for a lot of gold buyers that have owned gold for a long time, that they, they you point at that as well, it's spiked. That was a, it was It was high there, and then it took a while to get back there because it, it came back down. But the average closing day value of gold in 2011 was 1573. 2022 was the first year, Joe, that the average daily closing price was above 1800. So for a so-called bad year or a sideways year for gold, it, uh, 2021 it closed. Uh, the average closing price was uh, 1798.89. The last year was 1801 and 87 cents. We're only a couple of days into this year, but our average closing price now is 1839 this year. It's Getting right, and better. Of course, today, look, we're already eight, eighteen sixty-five right now, right? That's going to push that number higher. Uh, it, it, and again, I think it, it's something very simple here at play. Uh, we know. Here's what we know: the Federal Reserve is slowing down the pace. Uh, you now have them coming out on TV and talking about pauses, right? This is how they do it, right? They like to, to deliver these messages to the market, uh, which, are, and let's face it, they're not dumb. This is going to allow Wall Street to stay higher than it should because Wall Street's going to say, well, you know what? Hey, they're almost done raising rates, and, and I, why do I get the feeling, Jason, a bunch of people on Wall Street think the way Jason thinks and says, hey, you know what? February is probably it. It's going to be interesting. We'll know more when we get that jobs number uh, that was, I'm assuming, I know it's a holiday week, but we should get that jobs number on Friday. It's going to be interesting what that number looks like, and then we're going to have to start tracking layoffs, and then we haven't heard from the retailers yet as to how Christmas really was. And, and I think that's going to have a big factor. Uh, but already uh, you, you've got people saying, hey, maybe we're going to be taking a timeout here in March. And whether it's February or March, Jason, that's moving up the timeline. That, that That's really saying uh, to, to gold and to silver, hey, you guys got a lot of room to run here. And those jobs numbers, like I keep saying, Joe, I think those numbers are just – 
skewed. They're just not telling the story correctly uh, because coronavirus uh, and all the job losses, and then the, the, the markets crashed and came right back, and then you had all the uh, the supply line problems, and then the war in Ukraine started last year uh, about this time. Um, all of these things, uh, the, the jobs numbers got kind of weird, Joe, and, and I, I think that the, it's hard to get the jobs numbers lower because all these people that were just not working because of the free money they got, uh, I think they're slowly getting back into the, you know, they're getting the really low-end jobs and just doing what they can to be in the job market because they don't have that free money coming in. So I just, it just, it's, I think it's going to take a while, Joe, and I, I think it's going to be hard for the Fed to figure out what to do. And I, th- I think that's why the pause, I think that's why the pause and, and this, uh, a pause coming soon is, is something they really favor in doing, and, and they want to sit and watch. I think they want to sit and watch and. I, I, I could see rates stop where they're at, Joe, and never go down the rest of the year. I could see them not lower the rates, uh, or if they do, maybe the end of the year when things get really crazy. Well, and it's interesting, Kashkari did uh, mention his fear would be that inflation comes back. To your point earlier, hey, you know what? We, 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 we've, we've read the same articles Joe and Jason have read. We know uh, this is... This is kind of standard operating procedure because I'll say this, in the winter time, it's when gas is the cheapest, the energy gets a little cheaper, uh, and you can uh, kind of get a feeling that, hey, maybe this is over. And then usually what happens is come spring and when school gets out in May, all of a sudden you see all these prices ramp back up again. Yeah, uh I don't see it stopping, Joe. So I think you're right, and then they're going to. I think they're going to act like they're, they're they've got control and they're, they're being successful. But sometime this year, you'll see the inflation's not. Here's the here's first thing: is the inflation's not stopping. Just because there's less of a price raise doesn't mean it's not bad. Let's say we even get it down into the fives this year, the CPI. That's still really bad. But I see it climbing. Well, that would going, put us what over twenty percent for three years. Yeah, yeah, 20% and, for and, three and, years. And, and let's face it, that's their inflation number, which actually doesn't even track inflation. Correct. And then I think what we're going to see, Joe, is, is if that, let's just say we get into, I don't know, August, uh, and, uh, July, August, September, and, and then we'll say the, the, the CPI starts going back up. What I think happens is, is they stay paused. I don't think they raise the rates, Joe. That, that's what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to keep it right where it's at and just stay there. I, I think they want to stay here for the whole year. I think they're trying to be very careful on, on, on where they're stepping. And by the way, the Fed, everything the Fed said they're going to do, when they say they're going to do something, the last couple of years they've been doing exactly what they said they were going to do. There's no lying and, and no uh, dis, uh, deceptions, ex- except for when they use terms like uh, transitory, you know, when they well, make predictive things. Yeah, they, 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 they're, they're not very good at predicting anything. Uh, but to Jay's point, they, I think it's 50 basis points in February uh, unless – we get some really, really bad, bad news in the next couple of weeks. I think 50 is a done deal. I think after that meeting, you're going to hear people talk about 25. You're going to hear uh, more talk about pausing uh, housing. We get we due to the holiday. This was a, a two week. Normally, we get mortgage applications weekly. This was two weeks. Uh, applications to purchase homes fell another 12.2%. Uh, Jason, I've been predicting, don't be surprised to see applications down 50%. Uh, this was a, by the way, I just want to make sure that I've got the right month here. Yeah, so 42% now decline 
in applications to purchase a home year over year. By the way, this December number ended the year at the lowest level since 1996. Uh, so housing taking another big step back. I actually think the January number, Jason, I think we're going to see a 50% decline in mortgage applications. It's, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, and I don't think it's, it's not because of a shortage of, uh, or, uh, too many houses being built, Joe. It's, there, we have it. I think we still have a housing shortage. Uh, it's just the prices, Joe. It's just the inflation. I mean, if you have trouble buying the simple things in life just a you know, day to day, how are you going to go buy a house? And so, yeah, it's, it's too expensive and the inflation's roaring too hard. I don't see how housing, uh, I don't know about the prices, Joe, but as far as buying houses, it's only the people that are trading houses. You know, hey, I got equity. I'm moving. Those are the only people doing the housing market, Joe. I, I bet, you know, that the number we need to look at is the first time buyers. Oh, that's, that's probably going to be lowest in history probably here pretty soon. That's going to be an interesting number. I think you're, you're probably right. And, and, and again, it's these interest rates, uh, uh, Kashkari saying, listen, add another percent, right? So, uh, right now we're at four and a quarter to four and a half. He wants to be at five and a quarter to five and a half over the next, what, 10 weeks here. Uh, and, and again, I know the 10 year note is only at three seven, but okay, now it's four seven, right? If, if it stays uh, this far under, uh, you're still looking at adding hundreds of more dollars to those mortgage payments here in the next 10 weeks. And that makes people not want to buy them, Joe. <laughs> That's all there is to it. It's, it's a tough place for, uh, for first time home buyers to be in, Joe. We got a huge, I mean, Huge silver sale coming up next. Get ready to dial. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, really quickly, $20 gold pieces. If you're looking to add to your gold, I'm going to just, if you want to pay more, keep waiting. Uh, they're at 2115 Dollars today, two thousand one hundred and fifteen. Uh, but Jason, I really think you know we talked a lot about premiums, especially over the last several years with COVID. Premiums on gold and silver reached all-time record highs. The gold premiums really came in nicely. Matter of fact, I, I would say gold's probably priced just about right for where it is right now. You know, talk about almost nineteen hundred dollar gold, and you're picking up. Uh, $20 gold at $2,115. That's pretty good. That, 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 that's, that's normal. Uh, silver, which has just exploded in premiums. The cheapest premium now that I've seen since COVID started. So we've got two different deals. They're both spectacular. Uh, let's start with, with the, the, the less expensive one. This is that fractional. This is, this is for you preppers out there. This is for you uh, people out there that are like, hey, I know what's going to happen with that digital currency and they're going to start restricting what I can buy and I'm going to, I'm going to need, uh, something to trade for things that I want to get out there. Rolls of silver dimes. So you get 50 silver dimes and remember, our currency used to be gold and silver. We had silver in our dimes, quarters, and half dollars 
all the way up until 1965. In 1965, they took it out. They left some silver in the half dollars for a few years. Uh, but, but it just really just, they were devaluing the money back then where it just didn't make sense to have it be. But a roll of 50 pre-1965 silver dimes, they're $110. That is $12.50 lower than yesterday. And yet silver's up four or five cents today. A huge opportunity. You're talking about buying silver here. U.S. government hallmark silver for a little over $6 over spot. That's a huge improvement. And then U.S. silver eagles. Jason, this is the lowest price. I think we're the lowest in the country as far as the people that I want go out on the, you know, the big internet guys and all that. Uh, right now, $730 for a roll of U.S. Silver Eagles. That is a decrease of $50 a roll from yesterday. Uh, as these premiums have come in, uh, it, this is this is just incredible. You couldn't buy a roll of Silver Eagles for seven hundred and thirty dollars when silver was eighteen dollars, Jason. It's now twenty four thirty. Yeah, and uh, I'm always uh, I'm always trying to see uh, what's rigged about everything, right? And and with these premiums coming down, Joe, I, I, this it, this is just me. You know, we had those stories last year of, of billionaire Walmart people buying tons of silver eagles to where the, the eagle the, the the U.S. bank couldn't keep up on it. The premiums were high. If the premiums keep dropping, as Joe's talking about, I think this is basically your indication that these prices on gold and silver that they're going to be over with, because when the biggest players get done buying, and I, th I think what's happened here, Joe, and this is just my conspiratorial mind at work, uh, those higher premiums scare all the smaller buyers out of the market for a long time. Now the premiums are coming down. It makes me think that, well, a lot of the governments or the, the banks, the central banks, the big players that wanted to buy a bunch, I think they've seated themselves squarely in a good position in gold and silver. You lower the premium. You let the smaller players they, in. They want to drive driving. demand. They want to drive yep. demand. Listen, it's That's classic. Correct. This is classic here. They want demand now. Listen, they bought it all. They bought it for dirt cheap. Now they want the, the demand to come back into this market, overwhelm the market, drive up these spot prices. You know, you've got people, really smart people. You know, when you got a guy like Robert Kiyosaki talking about $100 silver, and oh, by the way, in 10 years, he's, he's not ruling out $500 silver. Right when Jason and I are talking about, hey, silver is going to start with a three in 2023. Those are big statements to make because listen, we're sitting here, we're on the front end of all of this, and I think Jason's nailed it exactly. These guys filled up their vaults. They wanted to prevent you guys from from running the price last year, and then really over the last several years, uh, they filled up. Now, Jason, they want the price to run. And there's another angle, Joe. Uh, you you got to think, well, if you're a, if you're a big-time buyer, why would you want to buy it with the premium so high? Well, if, if you know where it's going in price, the premiums don't don't matter too much. But 
yeah. it really helps when the premiums are high if you're a big buyer because you, 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 there's only so much of it. No matter how big of a buyer you are, if you can't get it, you can't get it. So you want to make sure you get your first in line, so to speak. I think you know if you've ever been in a long line at the DMV waiting for your driver's license, uh, all the big players, all the big buyers, they fi- they're finally out of line. You're getting close to your chance to buy in. Don't wait, like Joe said, because it seems to be climbing every day right now, and we don't know what the next uh, false emergency or thing that's going to happen in the news cycle, and suddenly it goes really fast. Uh, we don't know if the market starts crashing. We have a day where the market's down 2,000 points a day for three days in a row. Things of this nature can happen, and suddenly you're, you're jumping in at the wrong time. Better to be a year early than one day late when things start moving. So this it looks like it's happening, Joe. It really does look like it's, it's getting ready to happen. I'm just... Listen, what a great opportunity. Silver has moved up $6. That's insane. right? I mean, it's moved up almost yep. 30%. And yet, I'm telling you, you can buy it today for less than you could $6 ago. This is back the truck up. If you've been waiting for an entry point into the silver market, this is the day. Silver dimes at a hundred and ten dollars. Silver eagles at seven hundred and thirty dollars. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I've got two lines open. I'm looking at my our phone lines here. There's two lines open. If somehow you get the, the voicemail, hang up. Just keep trying. If you do leave a message, believe me, the girls will check them. They'll get back to you. But today is the day. Eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two and Jason, I just love the action right now because I think it's setting up just the way you said it. Hey, the big guys that have dominated this market, controlled this market, they've loaded up, and now they're going to sit back and watch the price run. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt them that if there's some supply out there and, and the premiums coming down, they can continue to keep adding to their portfolios during this show. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Jason and I were coming right back after the break. I just had a line open up here. Get in. Today's a great day to do it. Uh, Gold's up 20, 1866. Silver's up 11, making 12 cents now, 24.35. Platinum's up again. It's only up a dollar or two, but up again as well. Uh, Big sales here, $20 gold. $2,115. $2,115. If you want to pay more, I'm okay with that. I'll sell it to you. Just wait a little while. We'll, we'll sell it to you for more. Silver. Nice drop in premium today. Rolls of silver dimes at $110. Rolls of silver eagles. This one is a great $730. Uh, Jason. We're talking about this. These are prices that were less than when silver was at eighteen dollars. Right. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's funny thing about margins. You know how, how much something costs. Uh, it's, it's like when you go to the store, Joe. Right. 
and uh, it says, oh, it's on sale. It's sale price, right? And it's, you know, it's, is it really on sale? You know, it's, it's, you know, they got to, you know, it has to be advertised uh, that it's on sale. Well, when it comes to what we're doing here, it's simply we buy it at a certain price, we sell it at a certain price. Uh, these premiums being higher is because the paper markets were not reflecting what the physical market needed to sell it for. It's kind of actually kind of a nice to, to see higher premiums just because it shows that the physical market is, is pushing the paper a little, around a little bit. I, I, I don't mind it too much. To me, it's just how many ounces do you have? You need to stock up on it because ounces of gold and silver in relationship to other things kind of stays stable. You want to talk about stable currency. Stable currencies are things. Things have the same value in relationship to each other. Gold and silver being one of the best ones for storing value is, is why we do what we do. So get, get as many ounces as you can get your hands on, uh, stock up, and this is how you save for your future and build your own what do you say? Be, be your own banker, right, Jack or Joe? Uh, be, be your own banker. Be your own central banker. Uh, I got two things I want to point out. Russia today announcing big changes in their sovereign wealth fund. Uh, previously, Russia had 20% limit on gold in their sovereign wealth fund and a 30% limit for the Chinese uh, renminbi. They've revised that now, 40% limit for gold, 60% limit for renminbi. Uh, Jason, I think that's a clear indicator. Russia knows Saudi Arabia and China are getting closer and closer to, to dealing with oil in renminbi. Uh, this is another big catalyst uh, for gold in silver. Uh, Russia obviously has been a large player in the gold market. China begrudgingly admitted, okay, yeah, we're, we're buying gold too, right? You know, now we're going to probably miss, we're, I don't want to, hey, I don't know, but if you're putting a gun to my head, China's lying about how much gold they have by a lot. I think they own a lot more gold than what they say they do. Listen, we still don't know. They still haven't fessed up, Jason, to, remember last quarter, record central bank buying, and yet they, they, they've, 300 tons of gold is quote-unquote, well, we don't know who bought it. Mystery buyer. Yes, yes, Joe. That, that's the, <laughs> I remember we were talking about that. I got a yeah, good idea who the mystery buyer is. And then here's the other thing. So think about the last big, big run in gold. You know, we had a run there at the financial crisis. We had a bigger run in gold during the 70s. Right, you know, this all, all the way through uh, 1980, we had this huge run, and something happened today that has not happened since 1974, 1975. The ISM manufacturing sector has now declined for the ninth straight month in a row. Jason, that is the longest consecutive declines going back to the mid-70s. And, you know, we started the show talking about inflation and all these things. Now, by itself, hey, that's just one one thing to look at, but shouldn't be shocking. I, these comparisons to the 70s, I think we're going to see a lot more of those happening in 2023. Yeah, I said it a little bit earlier, uh, that how, how well gold did versus the dollar. Uh, you were talking about the renminbi and, and trying to push the dollar on the, on the playing field, so to speak. Uh, 
the dollar didn't do well. It just did better than the other currencies. Uh, you're talking about uh, inflation back in the in the 70s and 80s. I mean, the, the average selling price of gold in 1980 that was a high year. It was 614 dollars. It just, I mean, 1973 it was under 100. Uh, we're seeing the same sort of situation, Joe. And I I like I understand and I like the fact that you're seeing that uh, the dollar had this huge year last year and gold did just fine. I mean. Uh, if, if if any kind of pushing for the renminbi uh, comes to fruition, I, I don't know if the dollar can be replaced. I, I I don't know if it will ever be replaced. I, I think it'll be a basket of currencies that'll be the reserve currency in the future with a digital type of money. But regardless, it's going to put pressure on the dollar. I don't think the dollar does as well this year. I think it stays strong versus other currencies. But if the dollar, if gold keeps getting stronger when the dollar is strong, that just shows you how bad all these currencies are. All these currencies are bad. All of them. Just because the dollar is doing better, that doesn't mean that it's it's showing you that, uh, Joe, if, if, if there was a fire in a building, you know, some people are going to get out right away and be safe, and some people, it's going to take them a little longer to get out. Well, that's, the dollar is just doing better than the other guys. They're getting out of the smoking room a little faster. And, and these small currency, I mean, look how bad some of these small currencies are doing. Gold is at record highs all over the world except for America. Well, that's because the dollar did better versus other currencies. But gold still went up versus the dollar. So... I, Joe, we're, it's 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 sitting there begging you to buy it. That's that's really where we're at. I, the, the good old days, right, Joe? That that this this place where gold and silver is at, this is over with. It's any day now that the, these higher prices are going to come setting in, Joe. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Get your orders placed. Add to that portfolio. Be your own central bank. Jason and I are going to be wrapping it up right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two twenty dollar gold two thousand one hundred and fifteen dollars. Uh, you know, and again, we talk about what all these central banks are doing. Record high demand uh, going back to what nineteen sixty nine, right? Think about record high demand. The last time demand got this high, the United States had to close the gold window. There's no gold window to close this time. And then silver, a huge, huge, huge sale on silver rolls of silver dimes at $110. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles. Jason, I'm looking around. We're cheaper, 75 cents, a dollar, two dollars. Some places four and five dollars less on rolls of silver Eagles, $730. And, and I'm talking about four or five dollars an ounce. Less, not four or five dollars less. Four or five dollars an ounce less. Seven hundred and thirty dollars today at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And and again, uh, you know, if you want to pay more, just wait a little while, right, Jason? Yeah, if you're one of those guys that's uh, you just barely can scrape together a little bit of money to get silver once in a while. Uh, the the dime special today, it, it could be the last time you see dimes at 110. It, it, we, we can never guarantee that things move back and forth, but it sure seems like a dimes at 110 dollars may be the last time you see it here. I mean, it's it's very possible. So if if you're uh, you've been scraping your pennies and dimes and dollars together to to get some silver, this is the one to jump in on. 
Also keep in mind, Joe, if, if we talk about it once in a while, that the metals program might be really good for you guys out there that can only put a little bit away and don't want to have to think about it too much because I, I know what it's like to, to be the guy that you're trying to put as many metals together as you, ha- you can. I used to be the guy that would go through pennies and pull the copper pennies out of the boxes just to keep my hands busy because I wanted to amass more gold and silver. And uh, you can go to our metals program and, and start there at $100 a month, Joe, and and, and get get yourself into metals as, as soon as possible and keep it regular, right, Joe? Yep, yep, four deliveries a year. It's a great program. You can go out to allamericangold.com, hit the metals button. Uh, you can read about it. Our shopping cart's out there. All of the items that we talked about today are out on our shopping cart. So if you're worried, uh, you know, listen, we don't play games. We're not like these other dealers out there. We don't have time to play games. When you call up, you tell us you want the special today, they'll ask you, hey, which one and how many would you like? Right? Hey, you'd be, who knows? Maybe you want five twenties, five rolls of dimes, and five rolls of silver. Whatever it may be, I want just dimes. I want all silver eagles. Uh, it, it's just that simple. We don't have, we don't make outbound calls. If you, if you don't call us, we're not calling you. It, it's kind of pretty much that simple. Uh, we take all forms, all major credit cards, Visa, Mastercard, Amex, Discover. Uh, we only charge two percent. For those, uh, again, the cheapest in the industry on credit card charges as well. Obviously, personal checks, bank wires. Uh, we've got offices in Arizona and Colorado. Uh, if you want to, uh, you know, pick up, you can do that, pay cash. Uh, Jason, all the options are available to you. Absolutely, absolutely. So today's specials on silver is a great way to jump in and, Boy, we uh, if we see a slow slide in the markets, if it doesn't crash all at once, uh, we may see a slow uptick in gold and silver all year. It's uh, it's been it's been started for about a month now, right, Joe? Since gold hit its low of sixteen twenty. Yeah, you know we're probably on week eight now. Uh, you know, think about it: silver's added six dollars, gold's added almost what two hundred and forty-five dollars, two hundred fifty dollars onto the gold price, uh, and and I think that's. That's just the beginning. That was the easy part of the rise. I think the big part is the next wave coming. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.